Hello, hello, hello. What's going on? What's going on? It is Iron with Lynette. And we are blending with the, the Frenches. How you doing, sweet thing? I'm wonderful. How about yourself? I'm doing good. I'm loving what I'm seeing. Oh, really now? Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Same here. Ditto. Uh-uh. <laughs> black love is real love. Absolutely. Shout so, out to black love. Shout out to black love. So, how was your week? Very productive. Uh, busy with work as usual. The kids, you know, were all here and we were in full effect. Yeah. How about you? It was good. It was good. Um, I feel like we've hit a couple of milestones. Yes, you know? we have. And I feel them. <laughs> you feel them? <laughs> a couple of milestones that we have hit. Um, for example, um, my husband has had me up at 5 and 6 o'clock in the a.m. For what, though? Working out. What's wrong with that? My body is like, girl, what you doing to me? But why, though? I mean, that's a, that's a good thing, right? It's a wonderful thing, but it's when your body is not used to using muscles um, that you didn't even know that you had. Like, I still feel the effects, and it's been a week. That's good. That's, it's good. The thing is, is we're breaking down the muscle to build it back up. Baby, you breaking muscles I didn't even know I had. Mm. Duh! <laughs> 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 I can't take you. Yes, waking me up to work me out to make me go work out. Yeah, definitely. But the thing is, it's, it's going to build a stronger bond. Absolutely, and it's gonna, is. It's going to uh, help us um, individually as well as a collective. For real, because y'all, my waist is dropping. I can fit into stuff. That I was struggling to fit in last week. So, shout out to my husband who is causing my inches to go in. Is that what I say? Dropping inches. Or dropping inches. Yeah, <laughs> we're dropping, dropping a couple pounds, you know, yep. in all the right places. So I but, was trying to lose a little more than what he wanted. And he's like, no, no. No, it's, I mean, because it's not the weight that matters. It's about how your body uh, shows the compositions. Gotcha. So I want you to be thick in all the right places and thin in the right places. Well, you've thickened me up. That's yeah. for sure. I have been a certain way all my life, yeah. even after children. And for whatever reason, I got with you. and It might be because you're happy. <laughs> That's happy what they weight. say. Happy, happy weight. weight. Yeah. Y'all, I'm rolling out the bed now. <laughs> no, don't make it like that. <laughs> don't make it like that now. <laughs> I used to just be able to jump up, boom, get up and go. Now I have to have a little oomph yeah. when I'm getting out of bed because I have things that I've never had before, I guess I would say. Yeah. So. I'm proud of you. Let's talk about you. We've talked about me and working out. I've been working out. Um, it's been going on consistently for two weeks. Shout out. Two and a half weeks. Ooh. And I've dropped uh, 15 pounds. That's wonderful. And I can see it and you look amazing. Thank you, baby. I feel I feel good. Um I would like to thank and shout out my wife for uh, definitely be supportive, being supportive and make sure that I stay on the right path. Um I've substituted some things. A know. lot of things, y'all. He's talking about some some. I'm just gonna keep it real with y'all. We've been over here starving. 
not for real. You know, I'm a little bit dramatic, just, just a, a taint. Just a um, but a we've been doing really well. We have not been drinking anything except for water all week. Now we get a little cheat time on the weekends, but we have been watching our carb intake. We've been eating healthy, and I must say, it has not been that hard. It hasn't. There's moments where I have cravings. There are moments where I have cravings, but um, those are the moments that define you as a person um, or as a man is being able to uh, be just disciplined enough to where it's like, hey, you know what? I know it might feel good right now. <laughs> and, you know, I might want that Reese's or them Twizzlers. I might want, you know, some, some Red Vines, but... Didn't you have them and then you put them back? I did. So I went to... Uh, I went to the store to pick up some things, and I was ringing out. I was actually actually at the uh, checkout line. And I was, I was the, not with him, y'all. I was on the phone with Lynette, and I was checking it out, and I said, man. So she checked it out. She told me the total. I said, you know what? Take those off of there because I don't need them. I'm not supposed to have them. For that split moment, it was like, fam, that's <laughs> all you need, some peach licorice? Like, What? It's right on point right now. It's, you and your licorice. I don't understand. What man. is so special about licorice? Well, shout out to shout out to my mama and uh, my auntie, man. My uh, my aunt Brenda, man. You know, I was just brought up with licorice. Like when it came down to you know red vines and stuff like that, my aunt Brenda, she'll buy the five pound joint. Yes, you know and she man? still does, by the way. And I have to go over there <laughs> looking around to see what's on the table because she will sneak you a whole thing. Cause it's my whole thing You know what I mean Like it's my whole thing It's my whole vibe But the thing is Is that like um, I realize that You have to have that discipline You have to Cause That's the only way You can really go to the next level The things Your vices The things that uh, Usually will hold you back Even though it's so delicious And so great Right mm. there at that moment Does not mean long term It's good for you so that is true. And especially me working in the uh, medical field, I was just on a training the other day and they were talking about diabetes, which we know that diabetes is a number one killer, especially in the black community. So sweets is one thing that I just have to pray and ask God to either allow me to overcome it or take the taste away because I will eat sweets before I eat anything else. And us not being able to really have sweets, like our sweets was a smoothie. Yeah. Or yeah. yogurt. Or grapes. Or, I mean, man, grape, we pretend those grapes. Yeah. But the thing is, is, is these are healthy sugars. Yes. Um, and the thing is, another thing, like we got eight kids, so we, we have to be more mindful of mm-hmm. what we take in our bodies because they see what we're taking in our body and they want to take in with the same thing. If we give them the option of, hey, you can do a Pop-Tart, which is not good sugars. It's mm-hmm. not, you know what I'm saying? It's not good. Or, hey, listen, except for having Pop-Tarts in the house, the only option you have is an orange. The only option you have is an apple or well, kiwi. oatmeal. Or, yeah, well, I mean, but that's not sweets, but, you know. Well, <laughs> add a little, uh, the little, little cinnamon. Yeah, a little cinnamon. Little sugar. You know what I mean? Brown yes. sugar, if you will. But the, the thing is, is that we have to be a walking uh, example Mm-hmm. And testament to show our kids and our children this is these are the good things for you mm-hmm. um and even you know on the weekends yeah we do you know we do have our moments where you know we have a good time we might have a drink or 
something else that's sweet, like a cookie or some donuts or something like that. But I was so tired of water, y'all. I was man. tired of water. <laughs> but it was a good thing that you're able to force yourself to be disciplined to drink the things that are necessary to keep you healthy and to keep you alive. And it really was not that bad. Like once I started drinking nothing but water, every time I would go to get a drink of juice or whatever the drink was, I would be like, nope, I'm not supposed to drink this. And then I would go for the water. And it was not bad at all. At all. I think it's just getting started. You know, they say it takes 21 days to create a habit. So if it takes 21 days to create a habit, it probably should take about 27 to, to break one. Yeah. Even though they say it's 21 days. But the reality is I think that it takes 27 days to break a habit. If I'm used to, because at one point, man, I did not drink soda. Mm-hmm. Um, I still don't eat pork. But as far as like um, any sweets, I didn't used to eat it. Like as far as like <laughs> baked goods or anything like that, chocolates and stuff like that. Um, so what changed? Because you should tear them up now. I don't tear them up anymore. Well, not now. Well, not in the last two weeks. At one point, it's because it's got comfortable. It was, it was delicious. It felt good at the moment. Not realizing that it's these are reasons why I have. Uh, you are what you eat. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, what you take in is what you put out. So mm-hmm. if you put in, if you if you're taking in garbage and junk, you're gonna put out garbage. Come and junk. on, sir. So uh, I try to now. Just revert back to working out, yes. eating positive, you know, good sugars. Uh, if I do have a, like a craving, I, except man, it was babe. one night. Oh, it was babe. one night, man. It was three, two o'clock in the morning. Was it one, two? O'clock? I don't know. I was not. It was two o'clock in the morning, man. I was walking back and forth from the kitchen, <laughs> like from the refrigerator. I was in the, I was in the refrigerator, and then once the uh to the, the the cabinet, back to the refrigerator, back to the cabinet. I went, man. I went back and forth like at least five or six times looking for something that was uh, sweet. Like, of course, I, man. I'm like, man. I'm looking at this cabinet. I'm seeing all type of delicious things, mm-hmm. things that I know that's not good for me. But my my heart and my mind was telling me, like, bro, you've been doing good. Mm-hmm. Stay focused. Go over here and get you some some of these grapes. Get you some yogurt. Go all the day and get some yogurt and walk away. And it's huge to me when you can do that when nobody's watching. Cause that's all. That's that's when it matters. Yes, because that's when it matters. I was in there knocked out. I didn't even know you was in there looking crazy in the kitchen, going back and forth looking to see what you can get. And that would have been the time that most people who don't have discipline uh, would have been like, "Well, nobody's watching me." Let me go ahead and eat this, but and that, but that's the easy way. That's the easy way out. And the thing is, is that uh, in the military, I was in the military 15 years ago, and our thing was integrity first. You know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. service before self. And somewhere along the line, I forgot that, mm-hmm. and that that was one of those moments where it was like, man, uh, I just want to give me a chocolate chip cookie. Just one, just, I'll be straight. But then I got on the scale the next day, and I dropped another pound. Oh. So now I'm down to like two oh eight. Now just two twenty three. I want to say a couple of weeks ago. But the thing is, it's not that I'm doing it from a uh, dieting standpoint. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this from a nutritional standpoint because uh, diets diets are usually short lived. If you Absolutely. guys do not know, I used to be a personal trainer back in my day, 
And um, and Stella is up in this house because he be <laughs> over here like drill sergeant with me and our children, and I do not like him sometimes because he really, man, he really makes me push through, which I appreciate after the fact. But while we going through it, I be looking at him like, oh. But the gosh. thing is, is the way the way that I train you is it you can tell us out of love. I'm not I'm not beating you down saying you can't do something. Oh no, um, you tell me I can, yeah. even though I'll be like, yeah. you know, come on, baby, you got this, you got this, and yeah. I want to say, no, I don't. <laughs> but because of your uh, faith in me and because of. Your encouragement, it causes me to feel like I can continue to go. And I love the fact that although the pain hurts while I'm in the middle of it, you sometimes, even during um, our exercises, you will come behind me and wrap your arms around me and do it with me, which then makes me feel like superwoman. Like there's nothing that I cannot accomplish. Because there is nothing that you can accomplish. You are a superwoman. Uh, God is giving you that... um, you you are the epitome of what a woman is. Um, you do what you need to do. You're a nurturer. You're honest. You do not waver. You uh, show me support in my moments of weakness and uh, depression and everything like that. You've always been, babe, you got this. You, you've always been there. So, um how dare I or how you know how would I look not supporting you in a way that could make you better for yourself and because the thing is is uh you know health is well you know and the thing is is this last couple of years is I've been through some some strenuous times uh mentally physically emotionally spiritually you know but now I'm at a point now to where it's like okay God's been showing me so now, who am I not to give 100% back to him, you know? Man, that is so good because of the fact that I I can be empathetic with you during your times of your, your low times because I've been there. I have felt uh, depressed at times and felt like life was not worth living. But even today, and you can attest to this, um, God has been doing some amazing things in our lives. Blending with the Frenchies is on the move. I am so excited to um, see our future. And we have some wonderful things that we are going to be launching really, 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 really soon. We have not told anybody yet. And you all will see what's going to happen here shortly. Um, but I was sitting in the office and I looked on the screen and saw something that God just showed me that no matter what, it can be done. Mm-hmm. And I started playing uh, my gospel music, which I, in my times past, uh, when I was down and felt depressed, music was always an outlet for me. I would always turn on my music and listen to certain things. And at that time, the tears would be a different type of tears. Mm-hmm. It would be, I'm sad and but I'm getting through this um it would be tears of sorrow but at the same time God I trust you I don't know why you're putting me through this but I'm here for it and God I'm not going to waver but I trust you and today 
I was listening to some of the same songs that I used to listen to, but the tears began to flow. Me, you, and our oldest son are in the kitchen together making breakfast for each other. And tears started to flow because God was showing me that those same songs that I listened to have now a different meaning. If I would have given up, if I would have let go and gave up, those songs I wouldn't have heard, number one. Who knows where I would have been. But the fact that God proved to me that all things work together for the good to those who love the Lord. That is Child one of yes, and that is one of my favorite scriptures. My mom used to say that all the time. That's one of the, I want to say that was one of the first uh, things she said to me, sitting in the living room. Yeah. So it it's, it, it definitely uh, come back full circle. It does, and so. it's just like I had so much gratitude. Tears of joy and thanksgiving. And to your point is, how can you not be thankful? How can you not serve a God who will take trauma and turn it into triumph? Because our lives right now, I have never been in a position that I am in now. And our lives, it's a we are a living testimony of what God can do and I am like y'all don't understand I cannot wait to share the goodness that he has blessed my husband and I and our whole family with you all the whole world will know soon but until then y'all I'm just going to continue to give God praise because he is amazing he's amazing and and, uh, just just to piggyback on what you're saying uh, you know, a lot of people don't know, but you know, at one point in my life, I was uh, depressed. I was, uh, I smoked every day. I drank all day. Um, I had multiple relationships. Uh, before that, me. Yeah, of course, before you, that were not uh, healthy in, in God's eyes. Um, I was really, I was really worldly. But now God has delivered me from that based off of uh, my prayers and the prayers of my wife and my parents. and uh, Grandparents. And my grandparents. Yeah, Aunties, uncles. When I say parents, I mean I don't mean just my biological mother and father, but my, my community, my village. Um, the people that really love me pray for me. And uh, we are now seeing the uh, fruits of that labor come into uh, intuition or intuition or <laughs> come into uh, fruition, fruition. Mm-hmm. based off of their prayers and, and I've been praying that you know God reveals me to myself and allow me to um, walk in his light and maybe a walking testimony so I can help other people and that's that's happening it know? really is and you really have you have a heart of gold. That is one thing that I love about you. And it's so funny because growing up in the church, and I think I may have said this before, but I'll say it again. Growing up in the church, I was sheltered. You were not the type of guy. Now you are, of course. But like, if I had to just choose you from any other guy that from the outside, 
looking in, you would not have been my choice. But see, I mean, I, but the thing is, I'm, <laughs> I've always been, you know, what I mean, a, a pretty peculiar guy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, my steez has always been on immaculate. And my Riz is definitely on top Okay, tier. Riz. The so kids will be saying, so proud I'm of you. Saying, he got Riz. I mean, I'm just saying, you, you know, you're talking about, like I just said, I had multiple relationships prior to that uh, was not, you know, godly. But as far as you saying I wasn't your type, I was definitely your type. You are not. You are not my type. Because you got to think, like me being in church, there is always, man, we, well, let me speak for me, date the same type of dude. Is the tall, dark musician, which. What's dope about me is I tell the musicians what to do. <laughs> Come on in. Me too, because I was a choir director. I'm, I'm short and light skin. Yes. With a bald head. Exactly. So, like I said, <laughs> you could, you could, you could. Act as if You know what I'm saying But the reality is Is The ringmaster Is the ringmaster <laughs> so, But that, that's You know That's no, no, that's that's all jokes That's all jokes I don't want to sound Arrogant or anything like that But the reality is Is that That's uh, I am different from You know Your past And stuff like that But that don't mean that My core is not from the church Yeah My core is the church Because my, I'm sorry Not to cut you off But the craziest part about all of it is looking on the outside. This is where I really was trying to go. If you looked at you on the outside a while ago, years ago, you would have thought, oh, man, you know, he got earrings in his nose or nose, nose rings. rings yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has nose rings. He has tattoos. You know, he has a bald head. He's short. He likes skinny. He got a long beard. Which it wasn't that long. It wasn't like James Harden or anything like that. It was. It wasn't as My long beard as James was definitely Harden. Just as long as Harden, baby. Babe. It wasn't as thick on the sides, but yeah, my beard was just as long as his. My my stuff came down to my chest. Okay, well yeah, I wasn't pulling go back, on go, it. Go go look back into them pictures because <laughs> <laughs> my beard was definitely like three years old. Yes, well yeah. you had it. You know I didn't think it was a long damn tartan, but I guess I wasn't pulling on your beard long enough, hard enough, or whatever you want to say. Now you pulling on it. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> to the point where you don't have hardly none. But that's okay. But now I got all grades because <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but deep down inside, you had a heart of God. You didn't brag about being a Christian, but your life after you repented and turned to God and said, God, uh, renew me And all of the changes Started happening But even before then I, If I have to be honest You show more compassion Than some of The people that I dated prior Who were in church um, You show love And empathy To people that you did not even know More than The ones brought up in the church So but that's, that's, that's why That's why I always have to Chime in on I'm sorry I was brought up in the church. I was brought up in the church. Like mm-hmm. it's not like don't that don't because because I don't want it to look like my family didn't bring me. I was brought up in the church. I was brought up in the church where it was an organ, a piano, a guitar player, drums, and a wood floor. Mm-hmm. Um, the claps. Yeah, had the echoed. real deal. Yeah, the, the the claps echoed. The reverb was real. I was in the balcony. Um, recording the videos 
for those churches. They walk down. They 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 walk down the aisle with the robes on. Oh, and um, I was serious. Yeah, and that's then, how you knew the choirs could sing back yeah, then when they had the yeah, robes on. Yeah, so I mean, it's, it's um, I don't want to ever think. I don't want anybody to ever think I wasn't brought up in the church. That don't mean that I didn't stray away from the church. <laughs> I did. So then, really quick, that would make Proverbs twenty two and six be true, which says, "Train up a child in the way that they go." They in the way go. that they should go So that when they get old They, they will, will not, not depart, depart from, from it right. So family Friends If you have children out there That seem as if they are going left Hey My mom said the same thing to me Hey you know sweet going left As long as you train them up And in the fear and the admiration And admonition of God They won't depart They may go left They may stray away But your teachings will not be in vain Sorry, I had not, to throw that I mean, in. not not at all. Like, I mean, like I said, man, uh, my my papa was a deacon. Um, my uncle was a deacon. My great uncle was a deacon. Like all my all my family, as far as my direct lineage, was deacons. Mm-hmm. Now I do have preachers in my family as well, but um, and I have a lot of choir directors and singers. Like I have, my lineage is so strong. I feel like you really can sing, but you be pretending like you can't. That's Neither here nor there. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like it does not matter. As now, as far as like writing music and stuff like that, I have wrote uh, three gospel songs in my life. Really? I have. Now we've been married and together Whoa. for quite some time, yeah. and I didn't know that. Yeah. So after this podcast, I'm gonna need to hear that. I don't. I don't have a recorded. I never you have lyrics. It. I'm pretty sure I can find it in my notes. Look I have. No, I have notes from 2000 and. 11, 2012. Brother sure. Ryan, if yeah. you're listening, we have a songwriter. I'm not going to say that I'm still a songwriter. Oh, I, you I, are. I was. It's like riding a bike. Hmm. <laughs> I'll be no, sitting on your gift. It's not that I'm sitting on it. It's just my testimony is different. My testimony is different. Uh, my, uh, my gospel would be different from the traditional gospel. So you like Kanye gospel? Basically, yeah. Oh, I, would, I wouldn't say basically yeah because Kanye was definitely a genius and I don't want to take nothing from him you're a genius too though and I'm not going to let you subjective. sit here and say that it's all not. subjective you said what? it's subjective whatever but you are I mean thank you baby I appreciate that but it's um, my testimony is different from the Normal, but we don't want testimony. normal. I think that's the problem. Sometimes normal can become redundant, normal can become rehearsed, normal can become just complacent. And so, therefore, if it's coming from your heart and it's real, I like there's no it's different because the reality is each one of us have been given different testimonies. God has put us all through different things so that we can help and reach different people. I really feel like. You're able to reach those who are... You really can reach anybody. You can go in the hood and reach those. You can go to the White House and reach those. Your personality and because of where you have been in life, God uses you so that you can um, relate to all type of people. Yeah. I mean, to a certain certain degree, um, I do have social anxiety. That's something that um, I'm dealing with now. I don't like. I don't like being around. You have people. it. 
Think had, about what our I've pastor had, was like. I've had social anxiety yeah, um, to where, because um, I feel I, I'm, I'm a I'm a true empath, like not not the new spiritual age stuff, but like I literally can walk in the room and I can feel certain energies, I can see certain energies, so that makes me kind of shy back from people, you know, in a lot of different ways. So but now it's your, like your discernment kicks in. Yeah, but the thing is, I never knew what the word discernment meant until meant until a couple of years back. So you had you so, been at church, Mister. You know they talk about Twitter. That's that's what that's what I was saying as far as like just being uh, brought up in the certain uh, background of church that I was brought up into. They didn't talk about those type of things. Oh, but baby, now, if you would have met my, me a while ago, you would have been Kojic. And you would have known all about the spiritual. But you're not even coaching no more. So what's that? Well, mean? not no more. Exactly. But all so my therefore, life exactly. So therefore, <laughs> so therefore, it's like, you know, the this is the reason why I feel like I kind of backed away from the quote unquote church was because I didn't feel like I was learning anything anymore. Like, yeah, it felt good to to be in there for the energy for a quick second, but then. I'm learning the same thing over and over. I didn't feel like I was entering kind of growth uh, to a certain age. So where I had to realize that, okay, I can't rely on the preacher or the pastor to um, give me uh, a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And I had to seek that for myself. So yeah. now that I'm uh, older, I'm actually seeking a relationship that changes everything. So as far as like this, you know, social anxiety and depression and uh, anything that is negative when it comes to self-image or um, how I believe someone else will see me, uh, I denounce those things. And I I, uh, I give that over to God to allow him to deal with that. So Absolutely. And I think what we all have to realize is those things that cause us to take a step back and to be anxious are the things that I I believe God uses. And that's what the enemy tries to stop us because he knows that if we tap into what God really wants us to be and do in life, then our lives are going to be 10 times better than what they are now. Exactly. And the way that you are with people, you would never know that you had had. Uh, social anxiety or uh, depression or anything of that nature because you're really great with people. And the thing is, people come to you for help, for assistance, to talk about things that are happening. Like, since I've been with you, I know so many people who come to you for advice. Yeah. I mean, and that's that's, that's a blessing um, that they do come to me. Because I I uh, talk to them out of love, you know. Because love conquers all. So that's my whole thing is um, when it comes to that type of thing. <laughs> it's been a long day. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's a it's it's a blessing to be able to help people and and, and um, not guide them. But ask God to allow me to say the right things to help them out of their situations. And just be a, a beacon or a light mm-hmm. saying that, hey, man, I came from this position. 
um, and look where God has taken me. Not just physically, but mentally and emotionally. Like, man, people be saying they, they deal with depression, right? But depression is real. Depression is not wanting to get out of bed. Depression is not caring about how you, like, literally not having the ability to get out of bed. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, not wanting to get up and go at all. Mm-hmm. And God delivered me from that. Thank God. Social social anxiety is literally like uh, your back starts to sweat when you're around a lot of people. And you feel nervous and your, 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 um, your senses are heightened. That's social anxiety. That's, you know what I'm saying? Your, your palms are literally sweating like you don't know how to react. Or you don't know, and you want to just become invisible for a quick second. That's social anxiety. And um, a lot of people deal with those things and they don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, even quote unquote panic attacks. Like, I've had panic attacks. And um, guys deliver me from those things because now I realize these people are just human. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing to be ashamed of. Absolutely. Do you think it's because, so you're now becoming a different person? You're now not afraid for people to see who you are? Do you think it's because of your past and how you think, saw yourself? I think because my past, I created a, I created a false, I created a false a character of who Iron really is. Mm-hmm. So, um, just basically just, you know, keeping up with the Joneses. Making sure that I look a certain type of way, and not realizing like, man, you, your steez is on a different level, fam. You can wear your, you can wear your cowboy boots and your cowboy hat and be comfortable, and everybody look at you like, let's just do God on. But everybody like, man, this dude confident in a whole different level. Not realizing like that's just me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I enjoy just being me and uh, being ashamed or or. Uh, Guilty or, or feel like you're guilty or something will make you ashamed of being who you actually are. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, man, like uh, when I start wearing cowboy hats in Springfield, Illinois, oh, I'm sorry, yeah, Springfield, Illinois, no, nobody was doing that. And no. No, as far as I know, in my demographic, wasn't nobody wearing no cowboy hats and no cowboy boots and Walking around matching, especially you know. in the African American community. No, not in the black. No, no, not at all. But I've grown into who I'm supposed to be, and I'm not ashamed of who I am. And the reality is, like I said before, is the ones that y'all look up to, you know, the ones that you look up to what? The ones, the ones y'all look up to might have a false reality as well. Yeah. And are they being a hundred percent with themselves, and are they living under God, and uh, are willing to sacrifice themselves to help others? Absolutely. And I feel like that's where I'm at that stage in life now. It's like it's not about just looking cool and being cool. It's just being you and allowing God to use you as a vessel to help the next generation become better. Absolutely. And when you're transparent and when you're open and with when you're honest with yourself and you can actually look in the mirror and know who you are and who's looking back at you, there's nothing in the world better than that feeling. It's when you're looking in the mirror and you 
either don't recognize who's looking back at you or you keep turning your head because you don't want to look straight on at who you see. But if you're in that situation, that's when you need to lift your hands up and say, God, help me to see me the way that you see me. You know, help me. And and it's like, uh, correct me if I'm like, I I don't want to say the wrong name, like Paul Saul, right? Mm Mm-hmm. In the Bible, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, it was Abraham. Abraham, mm-hmm. like it's possible to grow into the next level. It is. Um, I'm no longer iron in that sense. Uh, You're ironious, according, according to yeah, according JD. To, according to my son Jay Dizzle, <laughs> yeah, I'm ironious. You know what I mean? Like, like it's um, it's stepping into that next light, and and. Knowing that you don't have to be strong twenty four seven, because God's got you exactly. And what's crazy is I uh, when I after I had my stroke, I got a tattooed on my side, thought to be a tragedy, came out to be a blessing. And how old were you after when you I had, had my, stroke? I had my stroke when I was twenty. Twenty years old. I was in the Air Force, and uh, had a stroke, and that was the tattoo I got was thought to be a tragedy, came out to be a blessing. Why did you I, pick that? I really don't even know. Like I woke up one one morning, I had a stroke on my. Uh, I was paralyzed on my right side. They said that you were gonna die, yeah. right? Like it was not. It was not good at all. I was paralyzed on my right side. I walked a mile and a half um, by having a stroke. Mm-hmm. Paralyzed on my right side, like no movement at all on my right side. Walking or walking. well, yeah, dragging my right side. I had someone on my right side. Shout out to uh, shout out to shout out to uh, uh, Tiny Tank. That's what we called him, Tiny Tank. I ain't gonna say his real name, but shout out to Tiny Tank, man, because he really, um, he was the first person that realized something was wrong. Mm. He was the person that that grabbed me and walked me, walked with me. He was my right side, mm. and uh, I, at the time I was bigger than him. You know, I was I was uh, taller than him, and tiny tiny tank. He was short, but he was he was mighty. Like he would, uh, he was part of the honor flight with me. Uh, in order to get to an honor flight, you had to wear a mile and a half in under ten minutes, and uh, you had to do push ups. You had to do at least fifty five push ups in a minute, and it was another statistic that we had to do. But he was he was part of that honor flight with me um he definitely he really said i believe he saved he was he was a part of saving my life because he was he was literally the person that realized something was going on he was a person that uh stood in front of um some very high ups in the air force walking down the uh the wolf den that's what we call it he jumped in front of one of the colonels and it's like because <laughs> Long story short, he jumped in front of somebody and said something's not right. Mm-hmm. And that's not something that you do as a trainee. You don't do that. That's disrespectful. And what I was doing was disrespectful. Disrespectful. And I knew it was disrespectful, but I didn't have no choice. I didn't I didn't I couldn't feel my side. I couldn't feel my right my right side. I'm leaning on all the memorabilia of dead uh, airmen. And of course I knew it wasn't the right thing to do, but I didn't have a choice. Right. I couldn't feel do? I couldn't feel my right side. But he definitely uh, sacrificed himself by jumping in front of me, in front of a colonel, to tell him, uh, you know, something's wrong, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, 
he walked, you know, that mile and a half down to Mini Reed. And uh, he, I believe he, to this day, he saved my life. He really did. Uh, well, he assisted in saving my life. But, uh, yeah, so that's, shout out to him. That's wonderful. And what I have gotten from your testimony is when we seem as if our right side is paralyzed and we can't move, God is there lifting us up and he's walking for us. He's walking the path for us. He's there before us. He's not even walking the path. He created a path. There it like, is. Like, I remember walking, uh, walking to Manny Reed and I remember this. it was, sun, you know, the sun was out. It was February 2nd, 2002. And I remember dragging my foot and I remember looking up to the sky and I seen the sun. Mm-hmm. And I know this is like one of those things is like, oh, you just, you know, whatever. But, I remember being like, man, who gonna raise my son? Like, who gonna raise, who gonna raise a rod? You know? Mm-hmm. And I literally heard a voice. It wasn't like, you know, I ain't, man, I'm not trying to be no. I literally heard a voice say, you cannot give up right now. This is not the moment for you. Mm-hmm. Keep pushing, keep moving forward. And that's what I did. So that I feel like that was my first time really hearing God, like, Audibly, mm-hmm. and not saying he was physically there. It was literally, I, I literally was at the moment to where I'm having a stroke, <laughs> like, and did not know it. And did not know it. Like I, I'm That's having scary. a, a full blown stroke at the age of 20, and um, based off of a right artery dissect. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, like. The back, you have four arteries. You have two in the front, two in the back. And one of them was completely dissected. There was no passage. There was, it was bleeding. It literally, it literally was bleeding. You can look at my MRIs, you can see there was a So kind of like my mom. Yeah. Because that's exactly what happened with her. She yeah. was having a stroke. Her brain was bleeding, but she didn't make it through. No. Yeah. You know, but you're here. Yeah. So that's why I said, that's, that's, that's why I thought to be a tragic came out to be blessed because that day has changed my life and the way I lived that life mm-hmm. I appreciate it a little bit more than I did before yeah. um, I, I appreciate every moment even though it seems like sometimes man even though sometimes I as a human I'll be forgetting you know it'll but, remind you though but it'll remind you man like everything is uh, temporary you know so absolutely yeah but yeah shout out shout out to uh, Tiny Tank shout out to uh, you for for allowing me to to grow with you. Shout out to uh, our children for uh, being amazing. You know they are, and um, they work our nerves. Man, they work our nerves, but it's okay. <laughs> it's all all uh, I know we know that that's a part of uh, the journey. Yeah, because they they're gonna be um, they're gonna be the next generation that takes. Uh, the family to another level. Absolutely. And I'm thankful. I wouldn't have it any other way. Mm. Although they work our nerves. We talk about them all day. Get them on there. We call them every day. All or day they call day. us. Mm-hmm. FaceTime us. And I just, I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. You told me yesterday, if somebody offered you a million dollars. A billion dollars. A billion, gazillion mm-hmm. dollars. 
to leave your family. I wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do it. It's not worth it. Says a lot, y'all. He must it, love it, us. Yeah, I do. And that's the thing is that, like, man, my uh, money is short-lived, man. But where's your heart at? Where when it's all it's deeper than money. Like, shout out to my brother. Uh, shout out to my brother King. You know, it's deeper than money. You know. Yeah. And 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 having God's blessings, HGB. That's that's one thing that we've always stood on. You know. Um. And that's the thing is like, I pray that the. Real churchgoers start seeing people for who they really are, not not the not the mass that, or the, or the the perception that they see, but look at the person's heart and soul and see what are their true intentions, because a lot of people that's just been through something, just been through something because of their environment mm-hmm. and how they was brought up, but they have the heart of gold and they'll give you the, the shirt off their back. And that's true. So I have I've, since been with you. I've been around different demographics. I'm not saying that I've been in horrible situations because I have not been. But there are some people that I have been able to uh, be blessed to come across that have been a blessing yeah. to our lives, and they have been hospitable. They have been ready to be a help quicker than some of the ones that I've been in church with forever. So. Shout out to everyone who has a heart of gold, who believes in God. And although they may not look like your quote-unquote typical Christian, which I don't even know what that looks like because the ones who say they're Christians and may appear to look like it, what's really in your heart? What does your heart look like? So, uh, I mean, and, 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 and even when it goes down to like the people that have been in the slums, mm-hmm. the people that have really been through real, like, the fight for their life mm-hmm. like they were the same ones that really got your back yeah. they're the same when they're all boiled down to it they're the ones that you want to go to war with you know because they will stand with not you not war against but war with because they're going to stand with you and they're going to stand on the side of righteousness and shout out shout out to my brother man shout out to uh, King shout out to King Big Time absolutely you know that's my brother so, He's been doing big things for blending with the Frenches. Definitely. Definitely. So on that note, my name is Iron. And I'm Lynette. And we are Blending, blending with, with the, the Frenches. Frenches. <laughs>